Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode seven of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross, along with Chase Harvick, Joshua Unruh, and Devin Green. The last time we were all together, we spoke about one of the major issues, which always comes up when you get a group of geeks together, things that were taken away before their time. We had a great conversation during episode six on many different subjects from movies and television. If you haven't listened to it yet, download it and check it out. We'll wait. Okay, now it's time for part two of the discussion, things which have jumped the shark. And there's, I've got the air quotes going, jump the shark. Now, for those who don't know, the term jump the shark comes from the show Happy Days when Fonzie literally jumped a shark on boat skis. Now, the show still ran for many seasons, but it should have ended there because it would never be as great as that. And since the term has come to many, mean any franchise which has outlived its usefulness, I think the two works which stand out the most when we've been discussing this on just kind of amongst ourselves was the WB's Smallville and ABC's Lost. Do you guys agree with both of these? No. No. I, Why? No. Chase. Lost had a, a weak final season, but it did not outstay its welcome. I think uh, when, if we're talking about the, the reverse side of last week, right. shows that were gone too soon, shows that over, I kind of interpreted that as, you know, they you know, we're out there welcome. They right. were yes. gone too long. Yeah, that's exactly it. I, I think if Lost had been canceled after season four, you know, which I think is the pinnacle of quality mm-hmm. for that series, mm-hmm. I think the fans would have just, it would have made the Firefly fandom look like a, I don't know. A, Firefly? A, a small village. It would have looked like, yeah, like, a, like an OKC. Like a uh, small Firefly. What was it? Uh, Occupy Wall Street yeah, protest. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very, very not, not as big as, it, as they thought it would be. Yeah, no. Um, I think Lost, it, you know, it it became too convoluted, and but no, it, it it didn't jump the shark. I think that it was just poorly executed. Well, I think the biggest problem with Lost was the fact that if you remember back then, they they were only supposed to go about four seasons, and then mm. they they decided to split up the seasons so that season three became season four and five, and season four became season five and six. It just they stretched out. They only had like twelve episodes per, which was like basically running like a basic cable show. Well, the the final three were supposed to be sixteen each. Season four was shortened to thirteen because of the writer strike. Right. Five and six That's were right sixteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember where I was going with this. Well, thought, it, was, but, it just seemed like it was stretched yeah. out. That was the only problem with it. And then I think more than anyone else, the, the, the disappointing ending. Yeah. The you know, uh, yeah. Okay. You make, you make lots of sense, Chase, because I'm inclined to, to claim it overstate its welcome, but I am absolutely the person for whom a bad ending can ruin the entire thing. Like mm-hmm. it will undo all the good. Um, sure. So, so I, yeah. And, and I, I need to, Try and refresh myself on which one was season four because I really that was the freighter season. Freighter season. Where they're going, you know, it had the uh, the constant episode I'm, with Desmond going I, back and forth. I may have been only coming and going myself as a watcher by that point. It's ringing no bells because I always think the, of the first season as like this oh, tight Swiss amazing. watch, you know, mm-hmm. piece of work, mm-hmm. and then the second season wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good. Like my personal interest kind of dropped off right away. And then you get to the ending and it's like, fine. Yeah. I think there's meta problems too. Yeah. In that the showrunners, creators and stuff were claiming that they knew exactly where they were going from the beginning. And so I trusted that this was the case and it was pretty demonstrably not the case. Well, they, they everybody thought, oh, it's purgatory. It's purgatory. This was the big after season one 
season two and then oh and then the the creators were like no it, it's not purgatory you guys we promise and then it kind of turned out uh, to by be the way, purgatory it's, uh, but it, but it, it's right. totally but purgatory it wasn't, it was it was only the last season was the well that's was how the they that was that, yeah, again, that's how they justified it, it, was, it was yeah. i guess yeah it was I, not the yeah, whole yeah, thing because really they all had other things going on yeah um what i think is interesting is is when you said you talked about season one being a tightly bound you know tightly bound watch um Interestingly enough, they were writing episodes like as they were filming. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's fascinating just that it came off as tight and as like polished as it was in that that was the one that was the one season where they Mm -hmm. were like they sold it on a like 15 minute pitch and then were like, okay, give us episodes like and they're cranking them out as they're filming. My writer brain wants to know. If they're writing individual episodes that way, how good was the outline? And it may be that there wasn't one. I don't think there it was. But if there was, there was a rock solid outline. outline for the first, you know, like J.J. Abrams comes in and is like, right. here, here, are the, here are the beats. Like, like this is the episode that is, that mm-hmm. is your turning point. This mm-hmm. is the episode that escalates the thing. Fill it in. And they were doing the filling. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. But right. the part of me that actually writes things really wants to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Funny enough, there was a one of the original writers for Lost published uh, about a couple of months ago, maybe even like six months ago, a, a, an open letter to mm-hmm. to the to the Watchers of Lost. I don't know if anyone caught it. It was I it made big on the internet. I did not. And <laughs> funny enough, on Metafilter that I follow religiously. Um, like about halfway down the thread, you hear, God, you guys are still really mad about this. <laughs> and we're all like, yes, we are. A little bit. But he, he basically said, yeah, you know, we started out and we did know what we were doing. And then things got really complicated. It was basically his <laughs> apology. Sorry, not okay. sorry. And know, there have been writers who have actually said, you know, they'll, they'll, I've got, I had two seasons in mind. Everything was great. But it was so popular that they added a third season. So, so now I'm going beyond the ending mm-hmm. I'd already planned. Mm-hmm. And I can't end it because there's a third mm-hmm. season, a fourth season. I think that's what happened with the Writers Lost. I think they had a plan. But by the time the others came in and by the time there was this this flashbacks and the flash forwards and the, uh, yeah, all these things were like... I think they, they finally realized they, they'd written themselves into a way deeper hole than they'd ever thought. And that happens a lot of times to books and comic books and, and any kind of long-running format. If you get popular, then the plan you originally had <laughs> might not be able to be the it's one you want The person standing off camera going, keep it going. Yes. <laughs> stretch it exactly. out. Stretch it out. Exactly. And I think All that's, right, Chase. I think you've changed. My mind has you, changed. Uh, I think. I, I'm on the fence now. Yeah. I, I, where, as I was absolutely right. But, but we all agree that Smallville went too long. Yes. Yeah. And I never watched I, it. I watched every, I watched and every I, episode for 10 seasons. I didn't even and I was see all the episodes, and I'm like, it yes. Was, yeah. it, I, just, I don't need a 10-year epic of I, origin. I don't need it. Yeah, no. The worst thing about Lost and Smallville, when they go too long, you don't want to go back and watch them all again. No. Whereas like with Buffy, there are people, there are still fans who are re, re, re-enjoying them. Either going or back for the to first enjoy time. Or, or for the for first time. time. <laughs> so, Michael, can I ask a question for the yeah. group? What do we think is the ideal, you know, length of time for a, a series to run I, yeah i think it varies because some shows can go uh, there's shows that well doctor who has been 52 years 53 years uh yeah 52 years and i think it's still going great yeah. of course it did have a 16 year break and that might have helped it <laughs> but um, that show reinvents itself every three it does. seasons well it reinvents new... itself every episode it's yeah. a brand new world a brand new time the only thing you know is the companion and the doctor and that yes you're right that changes every three or four years so for a show yeah. to go on for its, I mean, The Simpsons, of course, has gone on for 26, 27. For better or worse. Yeah. 
And by the way, I had, I, had, I had a mistake Ebbs last time <laughs> when I realized that I said that Fox started in 1995, and that was actually Fox News that started in 1995. It was the Fox Television Show that started in the late 80s. So I'd made a mistake on that one. So there's my little correction for anyone who's listening and keeping score. So <laughs> I think it depends. I yeah. think it depends on the plan, right? Like um, I'm starting to. Uh, uh, it looks like. Well, I said telenovela, I think, before we started, as a joke, before we started recording. But, I mean, I think that's kind of the approach that's happening now, at least on the season level, so that they can keep it going as long as they want to. But each season is it has a beginning, middle, and end, mm-hmm. you know, um, which seems like a really smart approach. I mean, that's uh, um, BBC stuff. You know, we're going to keep it small. We're going to keep it tight um, for however long it makes sense. But we have a we have a plan and uh i mean japanese tv shows tend to go that way um they just have actual beginning middle and ends and then they figure out a way to do more with it right or, the or, next or season, what if it works true detective where it's oh, one, oh, one yeah. season one, right. whether you know we like it or not one, one season is it's encapsulated in its own so if you don't like season two season three is going to be totally different yeah. different actors Anthology different you know, series. so it's, it's yeah it it it, it, mm-hmm. it brings people back in they might watch it again in season three because if they didn't like season two, it's all brand new. Right. But what about those shows that have those really great long story arcs that you are that invested in that you will stick around to find out, you know, nine months later? Give me an example. Soap operas. <laughs> Soap operas go on. Well, she did use the word ever. great. Well, that's true. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, okay just, fine. But it, Buffy. <laughs> I know for a fact that coming up, I'm, I just started season three, and I know that coming up is going to be. A several season arc. Well, um, the, 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 the yes one thing about no. Buffy, though, Buffy really did every season. I can tell you, season every yeah. season has a baddie, and it's something you'll get used to. The, the first season had the the, right. the the main guy, the the main the master, vampire. The, master. Yeah. the season two was basically Angel, um, mm-hmm. and and season three uh, was the 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 mayor. Oh yes, and 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 yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and um, I mean, I just Faith. saw him. So and and every season has a new, a new yeah. Body. There's they there's really, a really, there's a season focus right. okay that we can build around okay you know build build those longer more intimate a mm-hmm. lot of times character <clears throat> arcs around you know that season focus and mm-hmm. Whedon has kept that with uh, Agents of Shield and not, you know, obviously not Joss Whedon's not as much into Agents but but that that same same pattern right you can see it the same kind of thing in Agents mm-hmm. of Shield is that the one ep, one season. Is focused, although there are certain episodes that go off a little bit on a tangent. But the season arc is designed around one thing that they have to deal with. Absolutely. Uh, the last, the first one was of course Captain America and the whole fall of the with Hydra. Mm-hmm. This one has been more about the Inhumans. So yeah, you see that kind of okay. arc, and I think that that works because I think it again, helps. It puts a yeah. sharp point on. It puts some immediacy on this. Like if if Buffy had stopped happening after season three, um, then you know, you wouldn't have felt like those character arcs were incomplete. Gotcha. You know, like yeah. like they weren't really ended, but no, they weren't incomplete. Yeah, you're not. But we can still play away. with them in the. Whereas if you canceled it in the middle of a season, you would be like, "But Carnival. what about the big bad guy?" Right. right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And every, every season does have kind of a finale to where you can go. If it didn't come back, it'd right. be disappointing. I like these characters, but it would not be mm-hmm. as tragic as. Ending right in the middle of us. You're right. Absolutely, mid, mid, mid season that would have been tragic. Mm-hmm. I think you can build around premises that way. Also, I was actually having this conversation on the way to record that um, leverage is the the king mm-hmm. of 
you could tune in to any given episode and you might not get leverage with Timothy Hutton. Yes. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. You can tune into any episode in any order and Mm -hmm. you might not, you might miss some of the, uh, the character interaction. Like why are they, why is he mad at him right now? Or, you know, whatever. Um, at which stage in Timothy Hutton's drunkenness are we, I mean, you know, but you always know what's going on in every single episode. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, not Timothy Hutton. I don't know. He doesn't have an alcohol problem. His character, whose the name character, I am character, completely yes. brainwashed. Yes. The, the main hey, characters. you don't know. Um, he might have I, an alcohol yes, problem. Yes. Uh, I am neither confirming nor denying <laughs> Timothy Hutton's drinking problem. We don't know you problem. all have Timothy Hutton. Um, Academy uh, Award winner. But I mean, every time you, you tune in, you know exactly what's going on, you know, this episode right. and this. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll do sometimes have a seasoned person floating in the background but I mean, the premise of that show, the episode structure, gives such a sharp point, and then those who want to invest more okay. than that can okay. see, and see I think the that's movement. Such a good point. Right. I think it is subjective. The ideal season uh, length, length yeah. series length, um, shows that, that are much more, you know, oriented around plot of the week, case of the week, monster of the week, versus you know the the mythology or the you know longer mm-hmm. I, i'm I'm thinking you know, like x-files here mm-hmm. you know uh, or versus like game of thrones which is very you know arc driven instead yeah. of it's like it's not, episodic shows yeah. that you you've got to see the one before otherwise that's why they always have previously on exactly you know, that's, that's i, I feel like there. with arc driven series the ideal length is five to seven seasons and after that i think it, it, it exists for the purpose of existing for making money for mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> network it's on yeah so that that's where I kind of come down on it. But that makes you know, a lot the, of sense. The the case of the week series where the people are kind of interchangeable, you know, yeah. the CSIs, the Law and Orders, which is why they lasted. Yeah, right? because you can you can it's, you can go in and out. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It's just a different mm-hmm. case every week, and it's all tied up in a nice little bow every one hour, or two hours if it's sure. a special or something like that. Right. But yeah, it's you're right. It, that's what keeps it. I think that's why Doctor Who has lasted is because it's the exact same. Now it has its story arcs, but Doctor Who didn't have story arcs until. The, the new Who started kind of in reboot time, right? Yeah, right. Back, the only story arc that existed in the old in the classic Who series was the season that had the key of time, where the entire every episode was the Doctor and Romana trying to find a piece to the key of time, and that took the entire season. But for the most part, it's just running around having fun, and every episode is different. So I think, and I think they've kept that, and that's why I think Doctor Who has lasted so long, because every episode is is something different, you know. So. Uh, Chase, let's go ahead and start with you. What's your first uh, thing that's jumped the shark? You know, I, I mentioned it briefly, uh, X-Files. Yeah. And b- before I justify my, my choice here, <laughs> I want to say how much I love the show and how much I'm excited about the, the six-episode limited series coming back. The first two seasons when it aired on Fridays, our family would, we would get together and watch it every night before bed. And that was our like big family, like and the stretch man. I don't know if you guys remember mm-hmm. this. Gave me nightmares as a kid. I love that yes. show so much, but um, it was not an arc driven series. I mean, it, it, I think it strongest episodes were the ones that dealt with the overarching mythology, but they were not, it wasn't a weekly thing. They did maybe six or seven a season. If, if X-Files was going to follow the six to 10 episode arc of a lot of, you know, if it came back as an annual series, I think it'd be a lot stronger because mm-hmm. you it's wouldn't have the table, 12, yeah. 12 episode arc. Yeah. You'd have a, I mean, previously, you know, they had the few that were the monster of the week. They had a few that were just outright comedy parody episodes, which were some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Just, and then you had a lot of kind of dead weight 
episodes that were just, you know, well, we got to do... Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another episode. But those are my favorite episodes was when they were doing the monster of the week absolutely rather than, rather than following the do aliens exist type thing i love the ones where it was just this is weird we're going to show you something really weird mm-hmm. and those were my favorite episodes yeah and i mean it was hit and miss as an original series but i think it uh when the two original leads left or i guess scully never did she just kind of became professor emeritus in the, right. the last couple of seasons <laughs> yeah you know, in her lab coat. Scully Emeritus. Yes, Scully <laughs> Emeritus. <laughs> uh, it, Mulder was the heart and soul of that show. Yeah. And it, it, they shouldn't have tried to, you know, keep it going without Duchovny. Right. That was a huge mistake. The ratings fell off a cliff. So, I'd like to um, do Happy Days without Richard Cunningham. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, I've been, I read a little something about this, and I've been thinking about a lot. Like, X-Files is like a transition show from, to, to the concept of the showrunner. Mm-hmm. Like, now... But they, yes. it wasn't a finished concept, this this idea. So you have Chris <coughs> Carter kind of running things in the way that we would expect, you know, a serious mythology-driven show. Were we having this conversation? No, but they talk about it on Storywonk. Well, there you go. Maybe there that's you go. What I, where, I was, where I was first hearing. It talks about it, it on the Buffy one. Yeah, but, it was, that, it was but the this concept Carter of a showrunner, yeah, yeah. Where, where the transition, the like Chris right. Carter mm-hmm. started the kind of started the concept accidentally and it didn't go super smoothly. And then you have, yeah, like Joss on that. I think that must be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Story wonk is great. By the way, story wonk is great. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need to tag them on Twitter. We do. And we should. Yeah. Maybe they'll retweet us. I need to yeah, but it was a really, that was a really fascinating that. Cause I, re- I'm in the same, I'm in the same boat. I really like X files, yeah. but it's also a really mixed bag and it gets more of a mixed bag. The, the longer we oh, go okay. into this kind of arc driven, single creative vision you know way that tv is done now the rougher those edges get and when i heard that there i was like that makes a lot of sense like that's a transition concept right there so michael my recommendation get in the time machine ended after season seven (laughs) (laughs) that's where jump the shark uh joshua um i'm going to take a look at books oh there you start with books uh the wheel of time series Mostly, now, are, those, are those the things with words on they, they, have, they, have wor- they have actual words, no pictures. Oh, okay. No Except pictures. on the cover. I'm not familiar. <laughs> and, I know. and they're this big. Oh, that's, yeah, in, this, in the Wheel of Time. I understand case, I'm not supposed humongous. to judge that book by the so-called cover. Right. Yeah, the covers are not great. Um, <laughs> hey, man. So they are, they're wind up being 14 oh volumes. At the, at the wow. moment. Um, no, they're done. I mean, there might be some ancillary things, sure, but but uh, it's mm-hmm. it's done. Well, because Robert Jordan died. Yeah, well, and they kept going. Because it wasn't done, but right. he had he. From what I understand, I'm just saying. Towards the change. end of his life, and he knew it was coming. He just switches to detailed notes, so that somebody could finish it after he died. And Brandon Sanderson, who is not known for his brevity either, finishes it off and. Anyway, there are 14 books. Oh I have I, my personal anecdote is that I get on this thing, on the Wheel of Time train when they put a uh, like a teaser book in my bag at the bookstore, mm-hmm. and I go home and it's more interesting to me than the thing that I actually purchased. And then I get to the end of this and it's not a whole book. I thought they'd given me a free book. It's maybe half, but maybe. I rush back out to buy it because I was that yeah. invested. They didn't have just one, so they had a three, a th- the first three volume in a set. I was invested enough to buy those. Like I bought the first three volume on the first half of the, the first book, and I hung in there for probably six of them, seven of them, 
And then it got to be that I would buy them when they were new, but I would feel like I couldn't read them without rereading the other ones because there's so much going on. And then I just never did it. So, I mean, there were probably three or four when I finally just said, this is never happening. There are like three or four on my shelf that I'd never, never cracked the spine on because I just couldn't bring myself to reread it. And it, as good as it started out, it just stayed, it stayed too long. They kept getting longer. I mean, this is, they, it is 50%. That series is 50% of the reason I gave up on fantasy doorstops entirely because mm-hmm. they were too doorstoppy. Like, mm-hmm. they're huge and they just keep getting bigger. Um, another big part <laughs> uh, Jordan started to get really over excited about his world building so that he would think the color tights people wore or their weird okay. beards were just as interesting as no Tolkien had poems and it was like mythology and backstory I don't love it either but it was like okay you know yeah if you knew this story it alluded to things that were happening in the current story this is just like they wore really weird hats and here's why it was super important only it was not ever super important right like the shade of green of that guy's cape in Tolkien is super (laughs) important to the Uh, world okay that's fair um and last but not least at the beginning, the main characters are by and large like 12, 13, 14 years old. And they're a mixed gender group, like boys and girls. And there are a lot of misunderstandings that would be avoidable, except they don't talk to each other about them because they're teenage. Right. They're teenagers. Uh, teenagers. Yeah. Okay. They're not, te- I don't know how old they're supposed to be by the time I jumped the ship, but they're not teenagers anymore. They've had a lot of life experience. Same crap is happening. And it's just, you just want to grab them and shake them. You so, just talk. Who they're just girls. So just talk to the girls. It'll I, all work out. It's ma- nuts. Maybe Robert Jordan didn't talk to a lot of girls. I'm not prepared. I'm just, to, I'm just suggesting. I will neither confirm nor deny you Robert can, Jordan's you can point talking to girls. Part of this hate at me. Just, just I'm saying I will take some of the flag off off Josh for that. So. No, I mean it's I. I'm just, just saying. I longstanding. the dead. Like what you want. You know, read what you want, but. So wheel of time, read the first six. Don't even know. Don't do that. Don't Don't do that. Don't don't even go. Don't even start. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna disappoint you. Don't. Don't. Don't start. Way jump the shark. I I was in college when I discovered these, and I was predicting at the time. I was like, by book four, when I'm still enjoying it, I was like, Robert Jordan gonna die before he finishes the series. You guys. You know, 20, sounds, sounds awfully familiar to current not current author. Fifteen years, I think. I, I think Jordan might have blazed the trail that that George R. R. Martin is now forced to walk. Uh, because I have I have I have friends that are just like you know he died before he finished because you said that you know twenty all years ago and I was like well, what do you Joshua, want? again that's why we can't have again, nice Josh, things. Again, Josh, this is why we can't. I, I'm the reason we can't have nice things. Not sure that the wheel of time counts, but whatevs. There we go. So Devin. yeah, that's my first pick. Devin, let's go to you. What's I don't your first know if we can even follow that. Sure um, uh, actually, Sherlock, the BBC show for me has jumped. Has I, I'm 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 done. Totes agree. I'm done. Oh, I'm so looking forward um, to the special. See, I'd be Stephen right. Moffat, magic reset button, back <clears throat> from the dead. Oh my gosh, what mm. done? <laughs> well, he does not three the three episodes the... every two years. It's not. I think it can it can come back surely. And you can agree to disagree. I'm just I'm done. There's a lot more to it, but I think where where I'm at, I agree. And if it does come back, I just won't know. 
because I won't be there to see <laughs> right, it. Because I won't care. I, I will fill you in because Although I, I will, will be there. I am excited about it. I think it's been the the special and thing, the the like actual uh, yeah. Victorian <laughs> special. Sort of I'm interested in that. Interested. Kind of interested in that. But oh, as gosh. far as the actual series, uh, I will say I will watch Bandy Snatch Cumberbund do anything. <laughs> like I really will. <laughs> But I that it's not enough. And Martin Freeman, oh, oh my yeah. god, amazing. it's and it's not enough. It's yeah. not a, it's not enough for me anymore. That's yeah. It's not even the coming back from the dead because they're that's doing a, a short. Well, they're doing a Sherlock Holmes thing. True. Okay. True. Just do it good. Better. Just just better. Not just, even. Uh, you know. Yeah. Can you imagine if if he submitted the uh, his scripts to the BBC and that was the <laughs> note that they like the post it that they found. <laughs> Just do it better. Just do it better. <laughs> Just do it it's, better. It's, the, it's, it's your English teacher, right? Like your middle school English teacher is like A very minus. disappointed. <laughs> See me after class. Right. Yes. And, the com- and then the conversation is, this is not, this is not your, you're not working to your level. You're not, you're not rising to your ability. You need to be better. We expect better. You know, yeah, I, I felt like um, the, in the first two series, the second installments were very weak. I, for me, you know, the one with the... Uh, was the second one of two, The, the Hound of the Baskervilles? One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Super yeah. weak. That was super weak. And then the first one was the museum. Sorry, I just hit the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> studying Study my hand. Yeah, the, I yeah. loved that one. No, I love studying Was that the one in the museum with like where someone had painted over the pictures and, I don't know, had something to do with oh, no, the no, Japanese tea kettle? Oh, episode two. Oh, episode season two. two. Season yeah, that two. was very weak. Yeah. The um, the Hounds of the Baskervilles was very weak, but Which I actually thought that's... <laughs> series was, three was, was my favorite. I thought every episode was compelling. For and then like when he, you know, I don't want to no spoilers, but when he, you know, in the when yeah. the thing happens, yeah, to when the, the thing, thing happens <laughs> to the thing <laughs> at the end of the away. thing, yes, yeah. yes, I didn't see that coming. But I didn't, I didn't see that coming. It didn't make up. Surprise for... is not the same thing Sur- as quality. Right. Yeah. You did, what'd I you think of the wedding episode? Season one was was fantastic, and, and I, it, I, I, to me, you're I, you're right. Season one, nothing's been as good as season one. Right. Absolutely. Uh, those three episodes were fantastic, and especially the ending when Moriarty just, oh. you know, I mean, that, oh, yeah, that was fantastic, and it never right. really rose never... to that level again. Mm-hmm. So maybe that right away, the shark, like right, right away in that, the second series, he just thing. goes, it's... takes a phone call, and leaves, and I'm like, what are you bored? <laughs> Cliffhanger resolved. Yeah. This, yes. that, what, That's j- pretty much b- my problem. What, did yeah. you write yourselves into a corner and just give up? Was it like 4.30 on a Friday? The Chandler's Law. Like, uh, you can't even do that. You, yeah, you already sent in guys with guns. Right? Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh, they oh, just oh, leave. Oh, yeah, I don't know. They have narcolepsy. They're I don't know. They just fall asleep. Me. I thought it's it was England. funny. I thought it was, it, it was unexpected and... Funny. Again, and surprising, and not the same as you, you, Devin, you, <laughs> yeah, you've right. convinced me. You've convinced me. I think you're right. Series, series. I'm sorry, right. Chase. No, it's, it's okay. It's quirky. It's funny. There are moments of, I mean, the, oh, yeah. the moments of levity, like, I mean, when he says sociopath, not psychopath, thank you very much, again, yeah. was in series yeah. one. It's just not, but yeah, the quality just Right, now it could, rede- it could redeem itself. It's been gone for about two years, two, three years now. So it could redeem itself. Yeah. Real, it's still I running. So Real quick, Michael, I got to say. The I think it was in the finale or episode two of this most recent series when Sherlock gets shot and he goes into his memory palace and has that whole that, that sequence. Amazing. It was Inception level quality. Yes, that, for the me. memory palace and episode was fantastic. There are moments. I I loved it. I that thought are this beautiful. was the, was for me. And, and by the way, you are welcome to have. I your, liked the wedding episode a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fun. 
I mean, I thought it was, I, it, it actually inspired some feels too. But, um, yeah. but no, you're right. There are moments of, of so that's, beauty. And you had Moriarty in the little, you know. Right. Sorry. Um, okay, so Ramon. Carbonite. For mine, speaking of carbonite, my first, my first one is Star Trek Volume Two, which is the Volume Two. I consider that's starting with the Next Generation, and the one that can, it was Next Generation, Deep and the movies, Next Generation and the movies, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise. That whole long run that ran from 1987 to 2004, uh, and I think it jumped the shark in First Contact, which was an incredible movie. It was, it was, it. It, it, to me, I think First Contact was the Wrath of Khan of its time. It was the second movie to come out, Generations. We all knew it was awful. Oh, I don't and even. And First Contact was so incredibly good. Was that the one with the young Tom Hardy, or was that uh, the other, where he played a young clone of John Luke Picard? No, no, no. No, that, no. This, no, that was in, in, uh, not Insurrection. That was Nemesis. Nemesis. Which, oh, by that time, yeah. I was so over it. Um, now, again, again I Hardy. watched every episode of Star Trek. I have seen every episode of Star Trek. But I can tell you that after First Contact, that was already Voyager had already started. Voyager had a really good start as well. They're on the other side of the... Wow, this is really cool. They're on the other side of the galaxy. So you got new Crete characters, new aliens. That's great. But then that started to go downhill. And then Enterprise just never really... Especially Enterprise with the opening song... Finally, you didn't have a Star Trek that had a, <laughs> a, a, a you know, what orchestrated What do you have against song. the rock ballad, Michael? The, the, Honestly. The it was a rock ballad. It was so <laughs> absolutely right? horrid. Because when I hear Beth, the first thing I think is... That should be called Star Trek. I need to put that on Star Trek. <laughs> that would go along with Star no, Trek. No, it's not. I'm being... It's awful. Know, it is I'm awful. And, 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 and unfortunately, it really went down. I never knew when to give up. So much so that when Voyager ended, we thought, okay, that's it. And they brought in Enterprise, and I thought, okay, well, maybe this will be better. It's, a, it's almost a prequel, and they never they finally got it in the, in the fourth season when they were getting canceled. They thought, well, we should try and do some kind of bridge between Enterprise and the, the original series. And they did, but it still was never never good enough. First Contact was the best. And, it and does, it, it's really, it does feel, feel, starting with Next Generation, like there's just a giant mixed bag for Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Like DS9 is great. Overall, mm-hmm. Voyagers not overall. You could see I mean, it. You could see a decline. It's TN, TNG exhausts me. Like the conversations that I have to have with people about TNG are, yeah. If if I ever just walk away in the middle of a conversation, it's probably about the next that's generation. All I TNG I love, and that's only and that's more I think because of when I watched it, mm-hmm. it in 1987. I had just graduated high school. I was still into the, it. Was very cool, and it was and Star Trek hadn't been around. Michael, do you think that was the strongest? Of the four, yeah, but that's series. that's a me personal thing that because of when I watched it. I really do think that there's a very good possibility that it was the time I was watching it, and 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 you know, those it's movies. The, it's the, the golden age of comics conversation. Hey, yes. what's what's the golden age of comics? Five. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Somewhere between ten and twelve. Well, yes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, and so it might have been the time that I watched, but Next Generation to this day, I can turn it on on BBC America and go. Oh, it's my favorite characters. I love them, and and so I think I, the fact that TNG is the Star Trek that BBC America will show pretty much says everything I need to say about the next generation. See, yeah, and a lot of people, I I loved it, but that was again probably the time period that I was doing it. So, uh, Chase, what's your second one? The uh, it breaks my heart to say this, but The Office. Oh, which I love one? That show. Which uh, one? The American okay. Office. Uh, 
Totes, I thought totes agree. No, there are no better. You know, twenty-two, Another show twenty-three. Another got rid of its main star and yeah. still tried to keep going. Yeah, and that was the biggest mistake because mm-hmm. it's such a character-driven series, and <clears> Michael, <throat> Car- or Michael Carell, Steve Carell, <laughs> <laughs> was the beating heart of that. Oh yeah, the show. And when he left it, it just wasn't the same. They had one terrible season. Eight was horrible. Nine was okay. They, they, you know, when he came back in the finale, and it was, I thought they did a, a really nice finale, but it wasn't enough to justify the series continuing for me. So yeah, and I didn't watch it enough when I did start yeah. trying to watch it, and then he left, and I was like, well, you know, it, and that was it, me it, because it's really... I watched the British, and so oh, when, yeah. when it came on American, I, I, I was already biased, yeah. and so but then I watched it here and there, and knowing he left was like, I'm done now. Um, <laughs> It, you know, it's interesting. A lot of comedies, and you know, really, I think some dramas as well have trouble establishing footing in the first season. And the first season, of The Office, for me, was very weak. The American Office, mm. not the the British, but uh, they found their own voice in seasons two and three, and most of four, I think, were super strong. I mean, that's the core of the series. And I think that's when they stop trying of, to just copy the British exactly, version, which right. doesn't always work mm-hmm. in American yeah. television. Mm-hmm. American, I mean, it. it we need a little bit more kindness and relatability in our characters. And I think they, they realize <laughs> that after nearly getting canceled. Yeah. And, you know, thank goodness, 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. What happened yeah. was after season one, 40-year-old virgin came out and Steve Carell became a huge mm-hmm. oh, yeah. movie star. And so they kept the series rolling. And uh, when he left, it just, you know, they even brought in uh, Rose from Doctor Who. What's that actress's name? No, they brought in Donna. It's Donna. Really, thank you, Donna. Really yeah. Donna. 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 Oh, they brought in Donna? Yeah, yeah, and she, she, she suddenly Devin gives and and, and James Spader about the <laughs> James Spader. <laughs> there were so many great it. people. No, so many people couldn't save that show. Yeah, and, it, and, you know, it was so bad it almost made me dislike Ed Helms. You know, and I tried yeah. to, he tried to he tried to wow. fill in shoes that he shouldn't have been filling in. No. They should have just canceled the show and said, okay, that's good. And but no one wants. They think there's a cash cow. You've got producers who think, oh, we've got you know, we've got TV executives who think we've got so much money in writing this. That's what usually happens when something jumps the shark. There was even an I got money in it. Yeah, yeah. It's making us cash. Very few people know this, but there was an attempted spinoff. It ended up not being picked up, but it was a backdoor pilot in the series. It was the episode where they go to Dwight's farm. The show was going to be called oh, The yeah, Farm. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. So oh. I, was, uh, oh. Oh, I, didn't even, be, I haven't even uh, seen it. That sounds abysmal. It was horrible. Yeah, it was, but it, it was, I'm yeah. like, that's, that's a devil's yeah. bargain right there. Like, mm-hmm. And so, yet they cancel Hannibal. Yeah, uh, see that? yeah there you go. Hey, season, always, three seasons, I'm, you know thankful for, for that but that that's my pick michael there you go josh um okay because i try and bring the comic book stuff now and then mm-hmm. chris claremont's involvement with the x-men which may be missing most of the people in this room if, which, if which, I, when, when, that's when was fine. that when, when, when well right he on. started writing in 1975 <clears throat> and he went for 17 years Okay, and I'm not I'm not prepared to like draw a specific line in the sand and say too far. I think it was probably before the 90s, but it was definitely in the 90s where it was like just give up, stop. Was that was he the part of the, the early 90s when they rebooted the whole thing and had like five number one X Men? Uh-huh. And yeah, that was no, his that book. Was, oh, that was so. That set a Guinness Book record yeah. actually. Um, Jim Lee drew it and he wrote it and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. And yet everybody um, bought it because it was a... But everybody it, bought it. it was, I bought it. Yeah, I bought multiple right copies of it because I'm a sap. That's right. Because you believe someday it will make money. It's like being At a baby. the time, it I still believed that there was money to be had. But the thing about it... I still believe that, too. I've let's, got let's a whole collection of them. Don't go back there's there's worth money. to 1975 with X-Men and realize... This is incredibly hard to believe if you know anything about the way comics sell now. 
Nobody gave a crap about the X-Men. They were a failed, they were basically the failed experiment of early Marvel. Like, Stan and Jack could not make an X-Men that anybody cared about. Um, Len Wein and Dave Cockrum do an all-new, all-different X-Men, which have a lot of the ones that you, you would name and ones you care about, like Wolverine, Colossus, Storm, Nightcrawler. Those guys come in at that time, and it was just like a big, it was in giant size X-Men. Uh, and they offer Claremont the job of writing that. And he he is the reason we care. Chris Claremont is the reason we care about X-Men, seriously. Um, he just went on too long. Like, that's that's the deal. But, I mean, he spun out. Uh, he did a Wolverine mini with Frank Miller that is amazing. Oh. Frank Miller drew it. It's great. Um, he spun out Excalibur, New Mutants. Oh, wow. uh, Kitty yeah. Pride is his. Um, wow. Uh, I mean, you always have to say co-created because he had artists. But, I mean, I mean... You know, he's the one who created. I, I mean, yeah. here's okay. So female characters that he either created or co-created: Rogue, Psylocke, uh, Mariko Yoshida, who just made it into the the latest Wolverine movie, um, uh, Kitty Pride, uh, not Jean Grey the character because she's an original Stan and Jack, but the whole Phoenix, Phoenix stuff. Sandra. That's her. So yeah. Phoenix and Mystique. Uh, Lady well, Mastermind, he, so he ran through the whole Emma 80s Frost, yeah, that, those Siren, golden, so ba- yeah. Uh, uh, Rachel Summers. I mean, if you Madeline Pryor and Jubilee. So I mean, like any, oh my gosh. yeah, that's yeah. all him creating or co-creating. Uh, uh, bad guys like Pyro and Avalanche, his strong guy, awesome. Co-creates Captain Britain. All right, I mean, yeah, Mister Sinister Gambit. Like all this, all this stuff is him. Uh, you care about Wolverine because of Chris Claremont. You care about Nightcrawler because of Chris Claremont. It just went on. By the 90s, though, he's basically a parody of himself. Like, he was always really wordy, right? Um, That's when it became mutant soap opera. That's what I called it in the 90s. It was that from minute one, but it was just... He's, I, I don't know. It feels like he started drinking his own bathwater. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody could edit Chris Claremont, so he was just yeah. going to be as Chris Claremont as he possibly could. And, I mean... Um, you get George Lucas problem. I mean, that kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to be the most me that I can be. When you were younger and less proved, you had editors you had to work with. You had artists you had to work with, although he alienated a lot of uh, of his artists. I mean, going on. So, I, I mean, built that house and then just hung around to the night. I mean, it was like reading Dragon Ball Z to a certain extent. Like, if only I could focus my optic blast to the maximum level of just shut up. There's art right next to these words. I can see that he's doing the thing. You're reading yeah. a novel that I, yeah, that I don't need. I got, I got pictures oh, there. Oh, right. the illustrated Chris Claremont novel. No, Chris, they're comic books. <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. So, I mean, I would highly recommend that old, old stuff. Read it from the beginning. It's when whenever it stops being enjoyable, go ahead and let it go. But I mean, you'll make it well into the '80s, possibly all the way to late. There was some 80s. Great '80s stuff, um, but it was when it rebooted in the '90s. I didn't. Again, I called it mutant soap opera, and it was never. I didn't know who wrote it, but I just I just knew it was not as good as it. That was. particular book was Chris Claremont, <laughs> but they brought in other people because they had these these spinoff books. Yeah. But the the best part, stuff changed. He had he built in secondary characters like supporting characters like this is stuff that superhero comics doesn't do anymore. They don't play. I don't necessarily want everybody to play the long game. Get in, get out. If that's the deal, but I mean that was the thing. He would lay stuff out that would, you know, come to fruition a year later. Everybody talks about the Dark Phoenix saga. There were like two years that led up to that. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, the, all this stuff with Hellfire Club. 
co-created the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, all that stuff. Anyway, so, but. Just went on too long. 10 years, long enough, 15, <laughs> maybe 17. Definitely too long. Definitely too long. So. Devin, what you got for your second one? I'm I'm surprised that no one else has brought up Battlestar Galactica and its many spinoffs. The reboot. The reboot. Not the original. Oh well, you mean like uh, Caprica. Caprica? Well, yeah, Caprica should never have been done because anyway. I didn't watch any well, of the spinoffs. Well, and I don't. It was it, well. It was I saw the first episode. And went. Well, I don't care. I, I like couldn't even. Hang did you like Caprica? I did. Oh, God. did you okay. did you like the actual the reboot show? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you just oh, no, it all. The fan. It did okay. diminish, though. Right. It did diminish. Yeah. yeah that's my thing. Yeah. I couldn't hang on like all the way through, and I was committed when it when it rebooted, and oh, yeah. I hung on for a long amazing. time, but then it just it dropped off for me at a, at a point, and then at, when it became when there became spinoffs and whatnot, I just. I think everyone I, turned out to be a Cylon. I just finally went, that, you know what? I, okay, wait. Who's after not I, a Cylon? Spoiler, literally question. everyone is a Cylon. Yeah. Literally. No, but I mean, but I had I had hung on until about right before that, and then I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, kind of found out. The final five. Yeah, and yes. it was like, oh, God, I'm glad I jumped that shit. Well, when, 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 when the general, when Adama literally. got shot, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, your kid, she's a Cylon. Okay, come on. And mm-hmm. then everybody had everybody a silent. It was, mm-hmm. it was, you know, well, then they've taken over. The game over, man. Game over. We're right. done. <laughs> what, I, what I really, what helped, kept me hanging on, and this is not exactly a vote of confidence, but what kept me hanging on all the way to the end is they had done the rare thing of built a show where I, I did not like anyone on the show. Like, there was no character there is that, that I liked oh. at all That's by the end, can. but I still sort of cared, like, the big picture. Mm-hmm. Like, how you is this to going to, to wind up? I don't care about any individual person, and I actually kind of hope all of them die in a fire. That's interesting. But just one of them to get to Earth. But what's the, yeah, what's the wrap-up? What's the payoff? And the 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 payoff payoff? was wonderful. I did like the final episode. Some of it. I liked it. Oh, you didn't? I kind of felt that way. You thought Starbuck was an angel? You liked that? Oh, no, 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 not that part. The fact that they they ended up in the past, that they they ended up like two, you know, a million years before mankind had actually, you know, which is so much better than the way the original one did back in the 70s with Battlestar Galactica 1980. Where they landed on Earth in 1980, and oh, that was horrible. And I was a I was a 10 year old boy thinking this is awful. Uh, this is and if I'm a 10 year old boy choice. thinking this is yeah. awful, I love yeah. Flash Gordon. So if I think that's bad, yeah. So it could have yeah. It, but all I wanted to see was he get to Earth, and I liked the the ending. And then to advance, you know, a million years later, and then they show all those clips of robots <laughs> that are actually, and you go, oh, you know, it, what's it's happening all over. That's my again. joke. That's the ending of that show. Is why I say. Spoiler, literally everyone is a Cylon. Right. Yes. I mean you too, listener. <laughs> that's, that's right. You are a Cylon. <laughs> By your command. Um, we're going to have to actually end this. We're going to think we're going to oh, do no. part two of this one because we're going to do this part two. Are, are, we, will, we will continue this because I've got too many as well. But I've got one very quick one to finish this out. I feel bad that we weren't able to do two parts of the positive one. Right? <laughs> Because we're haters. It's so much, it's so much more we're fun to talk down about stuff than talk up. Haters can hate. We really, we are, we are, we'll figure we're out We're disagreeing more about, about these, True. shockingly. Oh, See, that's, that's, that's what happens when you get geeks around. Mm-hmm. My second one, and we'll finish with this one, is, and this is careful because it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Eh. Kevin feels, eh. Kevin feels agree. the same. Um, <laughs> and I will take, it's all I'm going to talk about because I don't want to spoil it for you. Where I believe it jumped the shark was the musical. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's way later than I would say. Yeah. I'm no. Sorry. Uh, it it uh, there, there is. Oh yeah. 
It's, you know, to me, I, I thought the musical, and I know you guys are going to disagree with me, I thought the musical was fantastic. No. I thought the on music its own, was great. Like, oh, yes. And that's why I say, from the, there, there were some other bad stuff that happened. Of course, there was this the season five finale, which at that time I really thought, well, let's just, let's just go home. Let's, mm-hmm. let's pack it up and go home. But they brought it back. But because of... This, because of the musical, which I thought was phenomenal, Joss Whedon, of course, and of course Joss Whedon, the same guy who did uh, the Doctor Horrible Dr. Sing Along blog. It was the same kind of music. It was wonderful, and I loved it. But that was the only thing that saved season six. That was it. There was nothing else. So I'd say after season five, watch once, mm-hmm. uh, once more with feeling, and then don't watch the game. See, he said season four. <laughs> I, I would have ended at season three. Which no, was, that's right. You say season three. End of My season husband three. says season four. I, I don't, I'm, Michael. I'm with you. We're going to have a conversation. Season five, okay. season three could have ended, and you're right. Season three could have ended because they, they, the because it ends the metaphor. Yeah, and it's and it's and she's she moves on. Everyone, it's we could have written ourselves a fairly yes. happy ending, and it did end. It end did end there. I thought, well, that was it, and then they brought back season four, and it was like, yeah, and it kept on. So here's your teaser for your follow up episode. I will because I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and run with it and say I think Joss Whedon's gone on too long, you guys. There you go. We're gonna, we're gonna have a massive, massive conversation about <laughs> Joss Whedon and and Brian Winkler. This one's just for you. The next That's episode, right. we are going to have this discussion about Joss Whedon and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and whether or not he's gone on too long. I've got a few more as well. Two of my people things. just want to get me in trouble with nerds. All right, I'll That's bite that bullet. Be. That's how nerd it fight. Be. Bring it on. Nerd fight. Those are the best kinds. Because they happen on Twitter. They always, they always have like who should beat up, you know, who would win in a fight between Wolverine and Superman. Superman. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's not a good. That's but not a good. But, but true Wolverine fans will try to find some way that he'll win every time. And Superman beats everybody. I don't. He's a god. He's the trump card. Yeah. yeah. That's why you always send him. If you Dude, don't, if you he, don't want to win immediately, you send an Aquaman. He's so strong, his shirt tears off, like like Wait. with the wind. Sorry, I'm talking about the really bad X Men Three. Movie. Oh, when, his oh, pan, oh, when his pants and his Wolverine, shirt Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wolverine. Sorry. I was, I, okay. No, I was. We were lots of, of confusion. Like, lots of confusion. It's okay. fine. It, it's all good. <laughs> so we're gonna have more discussion about this, and that, that right now is our show for this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Okie Geek Podcast, and you can like our new Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast. Send us an email with comments to Okie Geek podcast at gmail.com we do want to hear from you we're excited we've gotten some action on twitter today so you know please send in them keep sending them we're going to do this a second time so this same storyline if you've got more out there you think of jump the shark other shows we'd love to hear from you and we'll go over brian winkler sent some today we'll make sure we go over those as well uh, you can also find us on soundcloud we can find us now on stitcher very excited about that and where can people find you, Devin? You can find me on the internet at Wubba. That's W-U-V-V-A, pretty much anywhere. Josh. Twitter, at Joshua Unruh, J-O-S-H-U-A-U-N-R-U-H. Chase. As in life and on Twitter, I am at Chase Harvick. <laughs> at Chase the internet's Chase Harvick. Yes. That's right. And now, of course, I'm at, at KOSU Michael C., and you can sure be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Rate us. We'd love to hear from some comments. We haven't got any comments yet on, on Give iTunes. Give us comments. We'd love, We'd to, love to have reviews, some yes. stars, some, some thumbs ideas. up, some whatever. Because we're, 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 we're always loving ideas. So I think we want, I do want to talk about books at some point. Uh, just finishing up Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is good. That's pretty I'm fun. I'm really enjoying it. I'm almost done with that one, so I'm really excited. Um, so... Send us some comments. Until next time, for Joshua Unruh, Devin Green, and Chase Harvick, I'm Michael Cross reminding you to keep calm and geek on.